Peace and blessings. My name is G, and I wanted to thank all our contributors, staff, guests, and listeners. Everyone, welcome to The Black Vibrations, the podcast for the people, by the people. <laughs> we are here for good vibes, convos, and last but not least, to promote black excellence. Welcome to 2021, y'all. We have finally arrived at a very awaited pivotal year. I'm not one to personally say 2020 was a horrible year for myself because I like to look on the brighter side of things. Um, I also like to be grateful for what I was able to take advantage of. But y'all already know it's still all about that grind and that hustle. So on today's episode, I want to cover a very mystique but phenomenal creative. Let's give it up for Eugene Bennett better known by his company's moniker of Shaded Media, LLC. Next level. I want to do a catalog. I'm actually um, thinking about getting into a little bit of merch and stuff mm-hmm. just only because... Um, yeah. <laughs> Might as well. You got a platform. Go yeah. ahead and promote it. So I want to see, but I don't want to. Um, but I don't want that to be my my thing. You know, right. I want it to be um, somebody else's thing. But I also want to have that. You know, addition to mm-hmm. what I have going on. I think that'll be an asset. Um, what those nights? The brand. Oh, Absolutely, okay. and, and you know, some nice little passive income as well. You know, yeah, that's true, and that's what I try to think about. Like, where do I want to take this? Because I've obviously um, been serious about it, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that it's something that I'm doing for me, you know, not what is you know da 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 or happens da 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 da. Like, how am I going to sleep at night feeling about my business? Absolutely, it's registered to me. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I never thought that would happen. Like, it's so weird. I mm-hmm. never thought, like, I would be an entrepreneur. Like, I've always known I've been a creative. I've been in and out of, like, the arts and stuff like that. But to literally have something now that, like, you own and you're responsible for, I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's definitely a feeling of uh, empowerment that, that comes along with it. Yeah. For sure. And I guess I've seen more established entrepreneurs, and I'm not comparing myself to anybody because clearly I'm still new, mm-hmm. but just literally learning the journey and how much it's into it and what it takes. and It takes a lot, for sure. Yeah, and that's why I kind of have this platform because, of course, we want to cover the new businesses and obviously what's new, what's happening, what's hot, but also let's talk about some of those established black-owned businesses, right. some of these established creators out here. I want to get to get to that point, so, yeah. Listen, you on your way. If you stay consistent and keep doing what you're doing, I mean, you got people behind you. People, I'm sure people are coming to you wanting to be on this joint, so it's going to be like... It's starting to happen. Listen. I'm, I don't even know how to, like, and I think that's, like, a side note, like, for mm-hmm. real, that I want to, like, talk to you about because you're still fairly new, too, and so it's mm-hmm. just kind of, like... How do you handle that? Like, how, mm-hmm. like, 
it's definitely humbling. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll definitely get into it because I got two sides of that yeah. to speak on for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's definitely humbling. So, okay, as far as like where you're from and everything, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know where you're from or anything. Yeah, so I'm from Philadelphia. Okay. North Philly, um, nice town for those that know. But now nah, I, I was a young and I didn't live there long. Uh, moved to Wilmington with my family when I was really young. Uh, lived down there most of my life. I've been in Charlotte for, uh, I think it'll be, oh man, it's 2021. It's crazy. Uh, it'd be 10 years now. Okay. So I moved up here in 2011. So yeah, that's 10 years. Okay. So yeah, it started in Philly. Uh, moved to Wilmington, Beach Town. You know what I'm saying? Went yeah. to Laney. That's Jordan School. So went there. And uh, yeah, got tired of the small town mentality and all of that in Wilmington and, and, and took my talents to Charlotte. Oh, that's right. You know, I'm from here, so I guess with me, it's just one of those things where I've seen the evolution of Charlotte. Like, I see why everybody wants to come here. Right. You know, I get to see that part, and I've seen everybody come here. Um, I thought I wanted to take my talents elsewhere, too, you know, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like home. For me, yeah. you know, everybody loves this place, and I'm familiar with it. I know what's going on. I know what happened. Right, right. <laughs> and so I I feel like it's my, like my duty to mm-hmm. be here and just kind of hear and experience what's going on. You know, like you said, now it's 2021. So definitely, definitely got to get to that point. See, I thought about moving back to Philly, man, but it's, Philly's different now. Yeah. You know, Philly's like, I'm not going to say it's the murder capital or anything like that, but, you know, it's 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 a little different up there, especially where I used to live when I was up there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I actually don't even live in Charlotte. I live like a good 40, close to an hour outside of the city, mm-hmm. you know, out in the fields and, you know, yeah. so I got my peace and quiet. But, I mean, I guess as you get older, you kind of, you know, value stuff like that, you know. And when you're creative, you need that space, man, because, you know, we borderline crazy anyway. You know what? Until you said that, I never thought of it. I was like, you you know what I'm saying? You say you live on the outskirts of the city. So right. it's kind of like, oh, you want to hear the chickens when you make them. But, no, you, the silence. Yeah, I hear the birds tweeting, and that's it. Yeah. You know? That's beautiful. Yeah. I wake up to, like, trains your trucks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that man, you know, that's that's kind of what you get when you close to a lot of people. Yeah. But you know, no. such is life, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we never told anybody who you were. Oh yeah, so official intro. So, um uh I'm Eugene Bennett. Uh, I go by G for short. Um Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just picking up on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm a photographer, uh, cinematographer, um, owner of Shaded Media, LLC. Also co-owner of our own cleaning company, Disinfecting Solutions, LLC, and co-owner of Crown Life Apparel, LLC. But uh, Shaded is my baby. That's like my main thing. But uh, And that's probably what I'm most known for. But, yeah, that's that's me. Okay. Yeah, I, um, Crown Apparel. Yeah, Crown Life Apparel, um, we started in 2013. Um, It was only just hats. Uh, We did like high quality embroidered um, snapbacks. Um, 
we started kind of branching out to t-shirts and uh that's kind of where we're at we don't want to like get too crazy with it we want to stay boutique um but me and my partner we're um planning to bring some things back this year so we've been laying low pretty much i mean COVID really hit that hard last year mm -hmm. so we didn't really do anything last year but uh 2021 is like we're, we're really planning to do something crazy with that this year for sure even know that so yeah a lot of people don't know that you yeah. know <laughs> so you already know how i met you and everything right. like that and some of the listeners who might be listening right now uh, may or may not know how we met but we met at the pop-up pop-up like, shout, shout out to Paige yeah. and she on scene yes and she on scene yeah shout out to Paige. um doing major things that was kind of like a dope moment that's kind of right. weird I, I would kind of say the stars aligned. Right, right. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Because no, I, I busted in on your on your interview with Paige. Yeah, you, know? you, you did. I was gonna tell everybody that you did it, but I guess you wanted to be the one to tell everybody <laughs> that you busted in on my interview. I guess you was trying to be matter of fact, but I'll tell the story. Go ahead. And for those who you know don't know how he rudely, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were. I was actually wrapping up my interview with Paige, and then it was just like. Some, some quiet, dark figure just popped in. And I was like, what's this? And I looked, and I was like, oh, I know he didn't just, you know, but, you know, he gave us a little shout-out or whatever. So I was like, nah, for sure. you, you definitely cool with me if you, you sure, shout sure. us out. You just not, you're not blocking, so. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, um, I was actually waiting to get some footage because Paige had been bouncing around so much throughout the whole uh event mm -hmm. that i was just trying to get some uh some footage of her and then i just thought it would be funny because i wanted to see how she would react mm -hmm. with it being because uh, you guys were live streaming yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. so i kind of wanted to see how she would react with me doing that on live that's all it was i'm glad you got a reaction out of everybody because you did <laughs> <laughs> because you did but no it was definitely dope just meeting you in that moment like i had kind of saw who you were and i knew of your brand you know how it is though when you're on social media and you meet a lot of people virtually yeah. and then you haven't officially met them in person mm -hmm. and especially since of COVID right now nobody's really doing a lot of in-person interaction and right. so you're doing a lot of networking via social media. You're doing a lot of networking via, you know, email and things right. like that. So just kind of putting a name to the face. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, hey. And it's know? still it's still kind of funny too because you won't see my face on the shaded media page yeah. at all. Like, yeah. you know, the profile pictures, the the logo. You look at the the photos and the videos, and it's all the work that I've done. Mm -hmm. I've, I've always wanted that page to be about the work and not about me. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a little weird when I'm out, you know, on a booking, and people see the logo, and they'll be like, "Oh, you're Shaded Media," mm -hmm. because you know people don't know my face. So that's one of the things I'm I'm trying to fix a little bit is you know maybe show my face a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you won't see me posting selfies and putting them on the page or nothing like that. But yeah. You know, just get the face out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of like the, the the boundary that you have to set when you're mm -hmm. a professional, especially a creative, because you want it to be about the work mm -hmm. and you want it to be put first because that's what you want to be known for. That's what you want to express, mm -hmm. not, like you said, a selfie. Right. You know? But it can get difficult, you know. Okay. I, I think for me, being in the podcast, I want everybody to hear my voice as opposed to see me. But then I started getting feedback like, oh, you need to go live. And I'm like, oh, y'all want to see me 
<laughs> Y'all want to see me? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you definitely have a personality, so I think that that adds a lot to it. Yeah, thank you. And I, I've heard that too, and I think that's another thing. It's like, okay, well, you should be more expressive. You should. You you have that background. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think you know, but since I since I'm you know here in Charlotte and I've been you know born pretty much theater and all of that type of uh you know scope has been my life mm-hmm. you know i went to the performing arts school here that's where i graduated oh, i that's what's up. studied at craft and then i went to school for it when i went to undergrad and so it's just kind of like you know how to do it you're trying to shy away from it and you need to embrace it right and that's something i'm learning even now like no you really need to embrace that portion because people want to see you they don't want to just hear you because yeah, you sound nice and it sounds good and you're put, you know putting a message across, but they're like, who's putting that message across? Yeah. So I can see where they're like, who who's taking that picture or who's making yeah. that that engagement video? Like you have some dope stuff on there, and that's why I didn't know who you were until you crashed a pop up, right, and right. I was like, oh okay, like now this makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. Again, you, I've been following you on social media, and I hadn't put a name um, to a face or a face to a name, so to say. So right. that's just crazy. That's how it is. And then, you know, I don't really look at myself as an influencer. So, like, I don't really need to have my face on video like that. That's just how I feel. Like, Paige has been trying, she's been getting on me about this. You need to get out there. You know, you need to put your face on stuff. So, I'm doing it a little bit, but I'm always going to put the work first. Yeah. You definitely got to put your face up. Like, I feel, yes, I feel a page coming from. Yes, ma'am. Like, yes, ma'am. You got shout, to. Shout out, Paige. Yes, man. shout out to Paige. Shout out to Paige. <laughs> So, we've already talked about, like, where you're from and your brand Mm -hmm. and all of that good stuff. That's beautiful. So, so beautiful. Now, what does shaded media entail? Since you say we we know the work, what Mm -hmm. type of services and art are you creating and bringing to the community? Right. So, I mean, just starting with, like, where the name came from, Mm -hmm. because I've had people ask me, like, where did where did this come from? What does it mean? So a few years ago, Shaded started as a magazine that I did, okay. a, a digital magazine, and the uh, the basis behind it was to spotlight creatives of color, um, models, photographers, musicians, just all kinds of creators. Um, I felt like I wanted to give them some kind of spotlight, you know, um, just to display their skills or whatever field they were in, mm-hmm. and I published it. I did like four of them or whatever. So shaded comes from, if you look at it, it's kind of like a metaphor. Uh, yeah. People of color, shaded. Yeah, I love it. So that's where the that's where the name started. But um, I pretty much started to see that, okay, this is a great idea, but it's probably like 10 years too late. People don't really read magazines. Like I was like writing it 
and editing and everything. So, I mean, like I was really going all the way with it. But um, stopped doing the magazine, but I love the name and I love what it stood for. And I just pretty much transitioned that to my business name. Mm-hmm. So that's where the name came from. Um, as far as like services and things like that, um, I started out doing just photography. I have eight years in as a photographer. Well, nine now. I keep forgetting it's a new year. So uh, nine years in as a photographer, uh, about three years in doing video, but only one year of doing it professionally. A year ago today, I started like doing video and I was like, all right, I'm gonna start charging people to do this, you know? So um, yeah, mostly photography, uh, videography. Um, It's gotten to a point where, and you know, God willing, that I'm able to kind of pick my battles. I don't have to uh, settle on bookings or things that I don't want to do just for the payout. Uh, I've been doing this long enough that I have a good solid clientele. Um, I have a good uh, base, um, a good set of reviews that when somebody that doesn't know anything about me, they can see my reviews and be like, okay, this dude is legit. He's worked with enough people. They've all had nothing but good things to say about him. I trust him. So if somebody comes to me with a ridiculous uh, need or for some services and I know it's like, okay, I don't want to do this. I don't have to take that booking. Whereas a few years ago, you know, I look at the payout and I feel obligated. Like, okay, let me go ahead and do that. And it's, it's even so more a little bit crazier now because I do it full time and I didn't then. So that just kind of shows the growth over the years. But yeah, photography, videography, um, I do commercials, but my bread and butter is really um, documentary film. That's like my thing. Uh, I do a lot of um, segments where if you take it back to the Shaded Magazine where I was spotlighting creatives, I have something now called the, um, the Creator Series where where I speak to people and it's just like a, a quick two minute hit. We sit down with them, documentary, documentary um, confessional style, boom, tell us about what you do, tell us your process and get into it. I chop it up and throw it on social media. So I'm still kind of continuing what I used to do, but doing it on a new platform that's easier uh, to be digested with, you know, the way social media is now and the way people consume content. So instead of giving people a, a, a two page article, I'm giving them a two minute video to, uh, to to catch a creative and what they do. That's cool. You're really, you're with the times. <laughs> I had to change with the times because I mean, you know, it wasn't working at first. So, you know, I'm, I'm good at adapting and, um, and staying current, but also staying creative at the same time. That's what it's about. You know, you got to be able to, to stay fresh. Otherwise, you don't get left behind. Yeah, nobody likes anybody stale. No, no, not at all. So what kind of, like, forms of art are you inspired by? Like, what kind of got you into doing cinematography? Like, mm-hmm. you were strictly doing photos. What right. kind of got you into that? And is it? I know you said the magazine, but mm-hmm. was there anything else other than that? Well, what got me into photos, like, into photography from the very beginning was uh, Crown Life Apparel. Uh, when we started that in 2013, um, I had a little Samsung smart camera and we just needed to take some, excuse me, we just needed to take some product photography and um, took photos of my business partner and one other girl. And that was it. But I looked at the photos and I was like, yo, this joint's looking all right. So next thing I know, I was doing a lot of traveling at the time. Um, we out in the Virgin Islands. I got the camera with me. I'm just taking photos, taking photos. I uh, get back and I'm looking at it like, hmm, 
I might have a little something here. Like, I might have a little something here. All right. So, upgraded my camera. My first camera was a Nikon D3300. Entry level camera. I worked the hell out of that camera, but I started really getting to it. Um, so, that's how it started with photography was, you know, with my clothing brand. Video, what really got me into that, um, I watch a lot of cinema, a lot of movies, right? But I don't just like, I'm not the one that I just turn a movie on on TV and watch it. I have to watch it in 4K, HDR, surround sound. I, I'm that guy. Oh, you extra. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if that, if that's what you want to call it, all right, cool. You got you to gotta dress it up. <laughs> Listen, I need the best version available of that if I'm going to watch it. So um, I watch a lot of movies. Um, just I just started really getting into like the way things are framed, like pictures are framed, um, scenes are shot, lighting, lenses, things like that. Now, mind you, I'm already doing photography at the time, so I'm familiar with lenses. You know, I'm familiar with camera work, but the settings on photography can mean a whole different thing in video, even using the same camera. So. Just just kind of studying those things as I went along. I was never really on the video side early on. I was like, ah, you know, I taught myself to do photography. Video is a whole nother game. I don't know if I want to jump into that just yet. Mm -hmm. You know, I had people push me at the time like, yo, do it. Like you taught yourself photography from scratch and you this nice. You can do video as well. Shout out to Jay Quinn. <laughs> but um, so pretty much, you know, it took some years and I started incorporating wedding video into my wedding packages. You know, I would do wedding photography. And uh, that was like the first step to it. Um, I was doing wedding video. I was doing like uh, just little short little videos of just random stuff just to get the chops in, you know, just to get the reps in. Um, January last year, I wrote um, a script for this short series called The Fall Off. I was just, I was like, yeah, I'm going to just write something. This was during a, uh, you know, a wild period in my life. I just started writing some stuff. And uh, in January, I decided I'm going to cast and film this. I'm going to do it. So casted it, filmed it. Reception was crazier than I thought it was going to be. Like, seriously. We had a whole release party at um, Explicit Lounge in Music Factory. We had a great turnout. Um, I'll never forget. It was so nerve-wracking. Like, we're, we're playing the film. And there's people, I don't know, like a lot of these people, it's just people that came to the spot that night to just chill. But there's a short film being debuted while they're here. So they're like, okay, we'll check it out. So it's playing and then it ends and everybody claps, right? Mind you, like I said, I don't know probably 75% of the people in here. I do have people that came in to see it, but I'm like, wow, like people really mess with this. That's dope. So that was that gave me the kind of the uh, the confidence boost, excuse me, that I needed to be like really get to it and like really hunker down and start studying stuff and uh, just kind of like applying my uh, photography eye to video, and that's how I figured that uh, I'm I'm more than just a videographer. Like I look at the way things are framed, lighting, lenses, all of that stuff, and you know that's what kind of moved me towards being a cinematographer. Interesting. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff go down in the way you're talking about, like people just falling into something they're really good at. Mm -hmm. You know, like you 
took some photos and then you just fell into mm-hmm. being a really good photographer. Mm-hmm. And then you did a little, you know, video and then you just fell into being like a super duper really good, you know, person that can get videography done. And it's mm-hmm. just like that's awesome. You can't you can't find this, you know anywhere yeah it also takes education too like if i just went into it you know quote unquote falling into it and decided not to put in the time to educate myself Mm -hmm. i I don't think i would be like where i am now with it you definitely have to have that extra set of drive to want to learn how to get better and to uh like the steps and the tools to like get better so it definitely takes some work on your part for sure on top of all of that yeah, that's crazy though how it came to fruition. I mean, I'm just still, yeah, I'm yeah. still hung up on that part because, you know, like you said, some people they get the education first, right? And that's how they teach themselves the skill. And then some people just have that raw natural talent, mm-hmm. and then they they polish themselves, they refine themselves mm-hmm. with that type of you know education piece at that point, mm-hmm. and that's what actually gets them to be, um, you know, top dollar. Right, that's right. Crazy. I've had a lot of people ask me if I'm going to uh, film school. Not that's at all. That's crazy. I would have thought you did. Not at all. No. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. That's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> Self-taught. Hard yeah. work. Trial and error. Yeah, that's good. That's where we at. Have you ever, like, gave somebody something they did and, like, they was like, oh, absolutely not? <laughs> um, the only time I've had something remotely negative, and it wasn't even, like, harshly negative, um, we ended up getting kind of to the root of it, and it had nothing to do with me. Um, wedding, um, the bride, when I gave her her photos, the photos looked great. If I had to say so myself, they looked amazing. Gave them to the bride, and uh, she was like, are these raw photos? Like, did you even edit these? Mm-hmm. So first of all, that's a slap in the face, mm-hmm. because I just I gave her like 600 photos, mm-hmm. and I know I edited these photos, so I was like, all right. Let me put my business hat on and not my Negro hat on. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, no, I would never send a client raw photos. Like, no, these are edited. But pretty much, long story short, I don't want to ramble on that, is uh, she had insecurity issues. She wanted me to to warp her photos. I don't warp none of my work if you find a photographer that is willing to warp their work i think uh they're in it for the dollar Mm -hmm. because pretty much you're or or they're intentionally taking a photo in the beginning with the intention of warping it later Mm -hmm. but i'm not taking a photo of somebody and then okay let me go make her butt bigger like i i don't do that i take a photo (laughs) as i see it and i i make corrections you know light corrections and stuff like that like i'll i'll do a little bit of skin smoothing and like um you know take some blemishes and scars off and stuff like that but i don't warp photos but um that was the only time where i kind of got anything remotely negative Mm -hmm. but then after i think she spoke with her husband because her husband was like yo these are crazy he loved the photos i'm assuming they spoke and she hit me later and was like you know my uh, insecurities wouldn't let me be great so, yeah, that was the only time. I've, I'm grateful to say that I've never had yeah. somebody come at me and say, yo, I don't like this. That's good. I was just wondering, you know, like I said, we always talk about the, the great side. Mm-hmm. I wasn't about the ugly myself. Like, 100%. Who, who, who was mad? <laughs> 100%. I think most of my ugly experiences come from, um, 
like when I book somebody and then and it's not the fault of the client. They find a loophole in the contract and it's something that I got to add to my contract after. But it's like, all right, I got to just kind of take this L this one time, but it won't happen again. So that's the only time I've had like ugly experiences. Like, for example, when say I do a video for somebody and I didn't put how many revisions they get. So I send them a draft. Uh, can you change this? Boom, send them another draft. Uh, can you change this? And I've next thing I know, I've sent them 15 drafts. I've already worked more than the invoice. I probably worked the invoice four or five times at that point. So that made me like, okay, I got to take this loss this one time. But you best believe I'm putting a limit on how many revisions for every single customer after this. So things like that um, is just kind of learning from mistakes. That's the, those are the only negative things I could say about it. Yeah, I've gotten some work done with you, and those agreements are something serious. Listen, I don't play. Oh, Listen, G will tell you, <laughs> you better read that contract. <laughs> I was like, so what's an example of an act of God? Like in 2020? <laughs> hey, I, I was not mad at her for asking me that. She was like, okay, so what's an act of God? But no, nah, um... You know, I recently had somebody that uh, they had already rescheduled because I allow one reschedule because I look at reschedules like this. Right. If you just decide for whatever reason, right, that you can't do it, that's a slot that I could have given to somebody that would have paid me for it. Mm -hmm. So I only allow that once. Mm -hmm. And then the next time it's like you submit your deposit, new invoice if you want to book me again. So I bring in the act of God thing, you know, death in the family. Mm -hmm. Um say we have an outside location and it's just a crazy storm we can't we can't control that yeah. so you know things like that happen but that's something else that i had to add in there because people would literally reschedule on me like an hour before the session and i would just have to eat that because it's just it's something that wasn't in my verbiage yeah yeah it's all in the verbiage folks make sure y'all do y'all research and read every contract before you sign it i don't care if it's your man's i don't care if it's your mama Okay. Read everything before you sign it. Yeah, I agree. That's one thing I will agree on. Like ever since I was a young girl, like, I always knew you read the fine print because every, that's all the where time. they get you. And then not being funny, but here we go. You know, you have people like Dave Chappelle coming out. Like mm -hmm. I was just signing. I'm yeah. Like, Dang, this yeah. untapped potential is is sitting mm -hmm. because you know we didn't take the extra five, ten, twenty, whatever minutes. To, to read contract. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read it every time. I know that's Got correct. to. Got to. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know you saw that I got new contracts this time now, too. She was like, oh, yeah, God. I was like, oh, this is an upgrade. I've like, <laughs> never seen these ones. I said, ooh. New year, new contract, new, new, new terms. <laughs> new terms and conditions. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here and go taste them. Yeah, my diamonds be BBs. They don't want to see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay down my dues. No extortion, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beats, is you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a bigger me, they can't get rid of me. My diamonds be BB. They don't wanna see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay down my dues. No extortion, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beats, is you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a bigger me, they can't get rid of me. Wake up every day. Okay, so we're back. And, um, yeah, at this point, we've kind of got a good sense of shaded media, 
and that's that's interesting. I was like, I wonder why he calls it shaded, and then now I get it. That's so cool. Right, right. Yes. Shout out to shaded. For sure. Shout out. Shout out to us. For yes, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Any plans of like expanding or any type of um, is this a one man one man army? No, nah, I'm definitely looking to expand. Um, that's actually one of the, one of my goals for this year is to, you know, add a few more photographers and videographers to the team. Um, I do have one creative director already on the team, but I would like maybe one or two more just to kind of bring some freshness to um, some of the video projects and things like that, that I'm going to be doing. But, um, yeah, I'm just looking to grow. Um we just got some big plans, man. We're looking to be a full-on production company in the next couple of years, and this is like the steps we got to take to get there. I can't do all that by myself, so. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, he says he's hiring, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, he's hiring, folks. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a post on uh, my Instagram page where I'm just, you know, I just wanted to put the word out. Um, and we're taking our time with applicants, man. We're bringing people on set with us. To kind of see because this is like a very very close-knit family it's not like okay your work is dope you with us like your work can be dope but we get on set and you like we just don't mesh at all mm -hmm. so you know vibes is everything and um this is my baby you know what i'm saying i have trust issues when it comes to business so that's just one of those things i want to fill you out first to see if you're gonna fit I feel that I've definitely I've learned that too mm -hmm. like I've learned that and I learned that before I feel like the podcast came into play and everything and so I think that's why my skills are so transferable because right. I was able to apply that immediately mm -hmm. to set my precaution like you said you can't do it all by yourself that's why I'm so appreciative of my team like shout out to Taj and Manny shout like, out yeah without them <laughs> yeah I wouldn't be at the pop-up mm -hmm. like I that was my idea to be like oh let me go to the pop-up but then I was like oh how we get there like yeah, yeah. how am I bring everything what's gonna be what do I need like how do I go live yeah, yeah. I needed that help so I definitely, I definitely get it, and I, I, I kind of want to swing back around to the pop up just a little bit. Okay. I know, um, you, you actually were able to capture footage for three, right? All three of the pop ups, and I, I joined uh, around the second mm -hmm. uh, pop up. So, what was the first one like? Because I wasn't there, and I've always kind of wanted to know. Like, yeah. I didn't even really ask Paige, so I want to. Right. You, you were there. <laughs> yeah. So, so the first one was literally, you know, her first pop up. So. She was kind of dipping her toe in it. Um, you know, Paige is all about the people, man. All about putting people on, displaying all the um, these these beautiful black businesses that we have in the area. So she wanted to put some people on. She picked a nice venue out in Camp North End, uh, Dup and Swat. Um, that was actually our first time working together. My first time meeting her was the day of the pop-up. You know, we had exchanged messages beforehand, but that's my first time meeting her. And um, nah, it was cool. It was real laid back. She had a great turnout because Paige is, is she has great energy. She's really good people, and you know people gravitate to that. So um, it was dope. And as far as like you know the work I did for, um, it was great to see that she just trusted my creative uh, input and was like, "Yo, do your thing. Just do your thing." So I pretty much came up with concepts for all of her videos. Each time we did a recap, it was just a, something a little different each time. Yeah, they they were dope. 
like I didn't see the first one until mm-hmm. after I saw the second one. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. So I did see the difference. Um, and then again, like I said, the the second venue was definitely different than like you're saying Camp North End. So I right. could see the the intimacy you put into that one right. because you were definitely getting a lot more um, coverage of location. Yeah. Is, I thought it was dope. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I was like, ooh. And again, like you said, people they you know they networked with you via social media and then when you meet in person you're like oh okay and then you just like I hope right. he you know I hope he, he gonna do what he gonna do and then you just know yeah, yeah. you just know I mean your work like I said your work speaks for itself so I appreciate you appreciate yeah, you yeah I mean how did you feel about the energy of the first pop up compared to the second one so the first one um it was one of those things where I could tell with Paige specifically she was kind of feeling it out mm-hmm. and it was it was more so like you know i, I really hope this goes well mm-hmm. like i could just tell and she was all over the place she she ran it by herself no help it was all over the place so so like when people were late they're calling her directly you know i'm trying to get footage of her and she's like oh hold on let me take this call stuff like that so the energy for her was very frantic very all over the place and then, like, when I closed, like, I closed the first video, I wanted to get her feelings about the pop-up, you know, towards the end. Like, okay, it's happened. How do you feel? And you can tell that she had, like, a breath of fresh air. Like, yo, I really did this. So um, that kind of gave her the confidence. Much in a way, like, when I did my first short film last year, it gave you the confidence to keep going, mm-hmm. seeing people's response to it. Yeah. Now, the second one, the second one, she was building off the energy from the first. Mm-hmm. And the second one was just like so many people came through. The love was crazy because what's dope about me and her working together is she put me in front of people showing, you know, the work I did with her making the video. But my work also showed people how dope her pop up was. Mm -hmm. So us working together went hand in hand and it, it brought like a dope crowd out. It brought me a bunch of new clientele because people yeah. see it. So it was dope. And like, you know, the, the feeling for the second one, man, like it was bigger. I think she went from like eight vendors to like 20 something. Mm-hmm. And it just it just kept going up from there. Yeah, it was dope. I mean, like I said, I wasn't at the first one, but the, mm-hmm. the energy for me being a new podcast in the city, you know, you're like, oh, you're the new kid on the block. And it was just like, hey, girl, right, let's right. talk. And I was like, okay, let's talk. Like I, I felt it immediately. It wasn't any... Um, awkwardness or like you know tension i felt like i was all over the place too you know yeah yeah. was getting started but once that once that button was on it was like yo like we're really here and the community is really out and i felt like that was awesome how did it feel to capture the community like i think it's dope because a lot of them a lot of those people at that second pop-up i had worked with before Mm -hmm. i had done their first commercial so to see them get to a point that they were still doing it and they're at a pop up and they progressed since then, like that was dope for me to see that. Okay. So um, you know, shout out to Check Dan. He okay. was there. I had yeah. done his I had done his first commercial um months before. Um shout out to Alicia with uh Rough Diamond Empire. That's my homegirl. That was her first pop up. I had done her first commercial months before. So just seeing um, uh, you know, people that have I have worked with before out there like really taking it seriously and continuing to build their brand like that was that was dope to me yeah it was a moment for sure for sure it was like 
It was like watching a dad <laughs> see the kid off the school. Like, nah, oh. it, it was dope, man. And then, you know, from there, like, I ended up working with more people. I did something for Trey. Shout out to Trey with Let's uh, with, uh I was about to say with Let's Eat. He say Let's <laughs> Eat all the time. So Hashtag let's eat. Yeah. But shout out Crumb to the trade with Crumb Crow, man. I did yeah. I did one for him as well. Uh shout out to him. But uh, uh shout out to Bossy Brand. I did I did hers that next day. Mm-hmm. Um because the pop-up was Saturday. I did her commercial that next that day after that, that Sunday. Yeah, it was just dope, man. That's a that's a crazy network because everybody gets it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So well, I'll say most of them get it. Because some people were there to try to make a quick buck and then you don't see them no more. Yep. You know, but uh, a lot of people there, they get it. They understand what this is. They understand you have to network. You can't just be like, okay, I'm out here. I'm doing this by, you know, Kevin Hart by myself. Only, you know, (laughs) you know, you you can't really be like that. You're not going to get very far. But um, yeah, that circle is great, man. It's it's dope working with people in that circle. Yeah, I'm in the circle now. So you are in the circle for sure. For sure. I love it because. I never met any of y'all. I'm like, I'm from here. Yeah. Who these people? And I right. just feel so much love. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. It's just like, wow, this, this, you can't, you can't find this anywhere. I'm yeah. gonna say that to me every time, but you just can't find this anywhere. And like you said, you can see the collective that's here for the community, and then you can see the collective that's about self. Yeah, yeah. And you can notice that across the board, mm-hmm. you know, even when I was at the last pop-up, the third one, that one was, that one was a banger. It felt like it was two seconds. I was like, Ugly oh sweater pop-up. That pop-up yep. was two seconds long. That DJ was good, though. So, shout yeah. out to DJ Nick Lake. Shout out to Homeboy. He yeah. killed it. Yeah, it was dope. And so, how do you feel about seeing the, the transition from the second one to the third one? I mean, she's been doing these, she was doing them for every month. So yeah, I, that was, um... That was three months consecutively. That was October, November, December. So the third one was like, it was huge for her because it was so much riding on it, right? Mm-hmm. This is like the third one in a row. Mm-hmm. It's also ending the year. It's also Christmas. But it's also COVID and you have all these challenges, but you still want to put on a great event, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, she came to me early, was like, I want you to cover this. I want you to be able to to capture this. So the way I looked at it was like, okay, I got to do this a little bit different. I don't want to just recap it. That's easy. I want to I want it to be something a little bit special, something a little bit different. So and nobody else knows this but Paige. Right. So we had a completely different uh, idea for how we were going to do her recap this time. I was going to have five or six vendors speak about working with Paige uh kind of like in the confessional style and like just talking about their experience working with Paige and put it at the end during the credits right but what happened was a lot of those vendors were late so once Nick Lake got started and the music is jumping I'm not gonna tell him to turn the music down so I can conduct some interviews right Mm -hmm. so um I just kind of had to do some things on the fly and uh, we came up with like a whole cinematic intro. Um, we shot something silly. You know, Paige is a goof on the low. If you don't know her, she's she's not. Nah, she's very silly, but she's super fun. Um, came up with something different, and uh, she loved it. But uh, the overall energy on the third one, man. Like like I said before, she was just real worried about you know the whole COVID situation, but she wanted it to be something that people can still come out and enjoy. 
I think she did great. I think the turnout was good. It was just one of those things that the week before we got hit with the curfew. Mm -hmm. So it was like people came in, like I want to say like that nine, that eight o'clock to nine o'clock hour. It was crazy. And then you had people like, all right, this curfew was approaching. Like people were really taking it seriously. So, mm -hmm. you know, but I, th I thought it was great. I think she was just a little bit worried with the whole COVID restrictions and all that. But overall, she ended up with another great event. Yeah. Pages three for three on the events, y'all. Like yeah. three for three. If y'all ain't trying to take from her blueprint, y'all need to. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's been crazy. And I've been able to see a lot of entrepreneurs be connected and really start to work together mm -hmm. and really build. And I think that's really important because, once again, we should be as Trey would say, eating together For and sure. not competing against one another. Right. That's so important. And I think that's why, like, when I started looking at the pop-ups and seeing, like, how can I get my way into finding out who these people are and getting a little bit about their background, I want to I wanna put them on the forefront. Right. I want people to know about who these people are because they're great. Yeah. And it's crazy, you know. It was, it was definitely an experience. I've never... Um, been with that many black people <laughs> yeah, yeah. since COVID started. And right. so once I was I was in there, I was like, yes. I was like, finally. Nah, it, was, it was definitely dope. It was, it was like I was at home. I was like, I love it. So Yeah, these people are great, but then it's like a lot of people don't know these people are great. So you giving them a platform to speak also is, is dope. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's getting more people the opportunity to, to hear these people's stories and and, you know, their businesses and things like that and really put them on the forefront. So what you do, shout out to you. Shout out to everybody at the uh, the Black Vibrations, man. They, they getting it over here and, and creating a platform. So shout out to y'all. Thank you. We much love. We appreciate it. But it's just it's a journey. And I think, like you said, everybody has to, to get that story put out. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I'm able, my team and I are able to do that and really work together to get that done because it's important. Absolutely. All right, so about to wrap it on up. So, Gene, right. thank you again so much for joining me. It's been pretty dope, you know? Yeah, this is super cool. I appreciate you having me on, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, um, before you go, just give everybody your handles and let them know where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Shaded Media LLC. Um, my official website is shadedmediallc.com. Uh, you can see some of our cinematic work on youtube uh at the shaded channel Ooh, the shaded channel yeah 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 i didn't even know about that i'm about to go watch some tv <laughs> <laughs> a little something on there a little, a little something, something. something something well again i really appreciate it and again y'all already know it's your girl g peace and blessings we out peace Peace.